With the holidays almost here, you don't have time to go to the post office. Traffic, parking, it's going to be packed. Everyone mailing holiday gifts, packages. People don't know what they're doing. So you got to do what we do. Use Stamps.com instead. With Stamps.com, you can avoid all of the hassle of going to the post office during this busy, busy holiday season. Everything you do at the post office, you can do right from your desk. Buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. Print postage for any letter, any package, the instant that you need it, and then the mail person just picks it right up. So easy and so convenient. Believe me, as a holiday junkie, someone that loves the holidays, I love the hustle and bustle, except the hustle and bustle when I've got to go to the post office. But I love to give presents. I love to send them out. I do it all right from my little home office there. I just have my mail carrier pick them right up. Right now, sign up for stamps.com and use our promo code advanced selling for the special offer. Great time to do this. Four-week trial, $110 bonus offer, including postage in a digital scale. Don't wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in advanced selling. That's stamps.com enter advanced selling. In this week's episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, I try to explain to my daughter the situation in the Middle East and fail. Brian has a small math brain fade. And also we talk about a way for you to have that real epiphany in your business. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training, I should say the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help you get to your own sales success. I'm Bill Kasky. I'm Brian Neal. And we'll be your host for today's episodes. A couple things before we get going on the road. We say that every time we are on the road this time of year a lot. In fact, we're starting to plan for next quarter or first quarter of next year. So send us an email, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com if you want to have a fun, inspiring, instructional sales meeting. Also, products page on the website, all in, comprehensive training solution for sales people. <sighs> I've else? been uh, on the road. I know you have. Right? Tis the season to be on the road. Uh, it's a matter of finding your room when you get off the elevator. It can be tricky. So I got off the elevator last week when I was at a hotel in Cleveland. And this was the sign. Bill, I'm going to show you this quickly, staring in front of you. See the sign right there? I'm in room 971. When you see that sign, what do you think? 993 to 970? Yeah. I'm in 971, though. I would say that's in there. Yeah, see? See, I, I misread that because I'm looking at the end because usually they go oh, bottom Oh, they go up, bottom up. Right? Yeah. So usually it would say yeah. 970 How to long did you stand there? About 10 minutes. <laughs> I get, so I got a little irritated. I'm like, there's got to be a 971 here. I'm going to, this, <laughs> to, the, to the housekeeper woman. I'm like, hey, is there a 971 yeah. here? The first like, thing oh, you yes, do sir, is complain. Right. <laughs> totally. Because, yeah. And then I'm like, what am I missing here? Then I go, and the sign to me is backwards. It goes biggest to lowest. It goes 993-970. That is a weird way to do it. Unless, it's a very weird way Unless to do that's it. where 993 begins, which is even weirder. It should start which low to high. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, which it wasn't. But I did get a little irritated that, that I thought there was. So then I'm thinking, it might, is this like Hogwarts thing where I go to like track six and a half or whatever that thing is? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter or whatever the thing. I don't know what that is. But. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, that was it. So if you're staying at the airport Marriott in Cleveland, you have room 971. <laughs> Believe me, look, it's read there. Right you, to just left. Have yeah. to, you just have to find it. You know, I had a funny thing. You were talking about your daughter last episode yeah. about uh, not wearing cherry red lipstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had uh, – my daughter was watching the debate the other, this a few weeks ago, a debate between uh, the presidential candidates. Yes. And uh, she called me about 11 o'clock and said, uh, hey – got a question for her. She's pretty, she follows politics pretty well and yeah. she's really clear on the issues and she's got her own philosophy and it's very good. And she goes, good. hey, um, explain to me what's happening in Syria and specifically in Aleppo, Syria. 
Wow. Well, you know, Syria, the, it's just a mess. It is a mess. Let's just say it's a mess. I and couldn't so, answer that question if my daughter asked Well, me. I couldn't either. Yeah. And I said, I had to say, let me get back with you on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm busy right now. Yeah, just, I'm get, watching get, get, get the I'm right in the middle of something. But I went <laughs> and did a little research the next morning for about 10 minutes and uh, still couldn't. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just, un, it's un, uh, it's un-understandable. It's what Got it. Un- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's can't understand it. I mean, yeah. it's just and when the instant they get into Shias and Sunnis and all these tribes is when it just starts. It goes right. over my all head. Over but I know it's a very sad situation, and that's not. I know we don't do a political podcast, but I thought, what do you what do you do when your daughter asks you a question you literally cannot answer? Uh, that's a great and question. And you just have to research, and at some point you have to say, I don't know. I don't know. Honey. And nobody else does her. either. And if anybody oh, right. says they have an answer, they probably don't. Did she make that up? The Lepo Lepo thing? What is that? Oh, Lepo? No, Lepo is a city in Syria that's being pummeled, ravaged, bombed yeah. by everybody, and there's a lot of refugees, and it's bad. just a very it's a very sad situation. But the whole idea of trying to explain the Middle East is kind of difficult. Got to be proud of your daughter though for being that into the political scene, right? But don't ask me those questions. <laughs> ask me easy questions <laughs> next time. All right, hey, uh, Dad. Which one of the candidates is a man? <laughs> well, I can do that one. Honey. Yeah. I mean, that's obvious. Let me research that. Whoopsie Daisy. That's there's some bad jokes. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that alone. That. Whoopsie yeah. Daisy. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So the topic today, Brian, comes because I was listening to an athlete being interviewed, and it was on. Uh, I don't know. It was a TV show somewhere, and it was this was a, a top athlete. I think he was a football player. And yep. This was a week or so ago, and he said, "When my memory doesn't recall that far back." Um, and they said, when, when did you realize you had this in you to be a great athlete, great performer? And his story was the story that we hear so often from performers, athletes, musicians. It was that one day mm. where they said, that's what I want to be. Yeah. It was the day that Bill Clinton met John Kennedy right. and said, that's what I want to be. Right. And he became that. And so we have, we always hear those stories. And so I was thinking about this whole idea of the day of decision. Ooh, yeah. And the day of decision for sales professionals is when you look at yourself in the mirror at a night after a tough day on the road or in the field or wherever you uh, come from and say, this is not going to happen to me again. Mm. And I think there's, in our business, we work with a lot of companies, we coach a lot of people, and we see the same problems coming up over and over and over. Yes, and it's do. because people have not looked at themselves in the mirror and said, no more. Correct. Not going to happen again. Agree. So we want to talk a little bit today about what are some of those things, what are some of the things we need to tell ourselves, and what are some remedies? Yeah, and I think those of you listening to this, you can kind of put yourself in the seat of uh, some of the elements we're going to discuss here and say, boy, where am I on this one? And there are probably a couple that are going to speak to you, and today might be the day. So when they ask, so when, when did you fix that one? Like, <laughs> exactly, well, I was yeah. listening to the Advanced Selling Podcast driving down the road. I had it on 2X because they listen to it like and double 2X. speed and the mm-hmm. voices sound obscure. But, you know, I, I just want to stop this. The Christmas holiday break. music had not quite started not, yet. Not, nope. So I was still on the road. So, uh, okay. So I've got uh, what, one, two, three. I've got four of these things written down here. Okay. And we'll tell a little bit about the, the kind of the precursor and then what the thing is. Is that cool? Yeah, we're, we're, we've not rehearsed this, so no, your three know. or four things might be at a different angle Could than be. mine, but that's yeah, okay. We'll I yeah. still think topics. So uh, here's what I wrote down for the first one, is that moment when you've either had the door slammed in your face, or you have uh, been told no, or get out of here, or kicked out, because you've been cold calling for most of your career, trying to drop <laughs> in places, and you get in the car, and you say, screw that, I am done cold oh, calling. Done cold calling. That. And I think that's a uh, it's an epiphany sort of thing when you realize and accept that there's a better way to do things. There's a better way to work a network, to work connections, to yep. work your existing clients, 
to the point where you never have to make another cold call again. Mm-hmm. And I believe that uh, I'm a big, huge fan of that personally. Um, I, I did not like making cold calls, and, and I, I think there's a lot of logical reasons why not to do it. A lot of people have ego wrapped up in doing it, so I they know. think it makes you manly I and know. tough and whatever else. Why is that? I have no why idea. Like, oh, worry. it's like you work hard, you know, like you're a harder worker or something, yeah. but I'm like, not really. I'm, I, I do it in a much more intelligent, just reasonable way. So um, anyway, that's my first one. Yeah. I'm done cold calling. Well, as we've said on this podcast, it's not that we don't cold call. It's that we don't put all of our eggs in that that's basket true. of cold Correct. calling too. So maybe cold calling somebody is, is – maybe that's one of your many strategies, yeah. but it's not the only strategy. No. Well, I had the same thing, Brian. I oh, went to uh, number three hey, here. It wasn't that. cold calling, but I don't have enough prospects to in the funnel to work with. I don't uh, have yeah. enough discussions going with people. And that creates a lot of stress because I wake up in the morning, I say, geez, you know, the pipeline's not very full and I've got no appointments. And at some point you have to say to yourself, never again will I experience that feeling of not feeling like there's enough going on in my territory. That's wonderful. And so whether that's, maybe in that case you say, I'm not making enough cold calls or I'm not reaching out in some way. I'm not networking. I'm not using LinkedIn like I should. But that's the day I think you finally get committed to saying a certain number of hours per day or per per week, I am going to invest in this whole prospecting thing so that I don't ever have that feeling again. Love that. So it's a little bit different than cold calling, but it's the it's the general yeah and, the feeling and, of right yeah. And how many times have we felt that way? And then when yeah. we feel that way, I don't think we're very good for the person that we're calling. No on. way, I think we we're are. a little needy, no. a little desperate. No, I think you're repulsive. Yeah, like you're bad. Ooh, that's a big one. Like bad breath. We're from needy to I repulsive. I think I have right now. Quickly, is this uh, spit guard melting off yet? No, <sighs> not yet. Uh, okay, next one. Ready? Mm-hmm. Um, I have been out and about uh, doing proposals, and no matter what, every time I drop a proposal off, I'm getting feedback from the buyer that says, "You know, Brian, you're just too, you're just too high. You've got, you've got to give us a discount here. We, we need 10 percent here. We need to sharpen your pencil. You need to go back to the drawing board. We just can't afford this. You know, you're higher than your competitor." At some point after that, I get in my car, I go back to my office, and I say, screw that. I am done. I control pricing. I control pricing. My customer doesn't. My prospect doesn't. The market doesn't. My competitors don't. I control pricing. And that's, a, to me, another epiphany that's beautiful. lead up to you to say, I'm done with that. I'm in charge of it. Um, and it's freeing. It's very, very freeing. It gives you lots of confidence. And once you learn to do it, you realize that people will buy the confidence. Mm-hmm. And not, not all of them will. And the ones that won't, you probably don't want anyway. Because they're just going to keep doing it, doing it. If they ask for 10% now, that's for 10% later, and it just keeps going. So when you say I control pricing, you mean I control the conversation of pricing or I control my own, like actually the price of the product? All, all the above. Yeah, that okay. I, I drive the conversation. I, I position like it. I can decide if I discount or don't discount. Um, to, I feel even when you're discounting, like I can come up with a logical reason for discounting. If you're going to sign a three-year agreement with me instead of a one-year agreement, logically, I'm okay giving a little bit there. That, that, that is okay with me. But I'm going to decide that. I'm not going to be the victim of you yeah. saying you yeah. have to do that yeah. or else. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, it's that's the key thing. That's the key thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I had a couple of other things on price. I had uh, you get shopped, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say... You know, you've got to at some point decide, I'm not going to deal with price drama anymore. This idea of like the 11th hour and blah, blah, blah. And the way you deal with, you don't deal with that is A, 
you get very clear on the value you bring because the price is a second is a second class citizen compared to the value you bring. Yeah, totally. So a person's not going to pay you a hundred thousand dollars for a hundred thousand dollars of value. They're going to pay you a hundred thousand dollars for what they perceive is two hundred thousand dollars. Correct. Of value. So you got to get clear on that. Yeah. And then price doesn't come into play as much. And also, always embrace the price discussion is I think we run from that and mm-hmm. we, we get uncomfortable and then we say, well, you know, Mr. Prospect, there's time for that. You know what? If they bring up price, talk about price. And yep. if, it's not, if it's not going to work, I wouldn't lead with price. But if it's not going to work, you'd rather know that now than later. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Really good. Here's one that I see a lot. And, and one way to do this for yourself, if you're listening to us and say, well, you know what? I don't, I don't really have any of those problems. Um, the question is, is what's not working for you? Yep. What part of the process do you look at and look at it objectively and clearly and say, you know what, it's the part of the process where I can't get to the decision maker or yes. it's in the 11th hour and that's when they, they decide to go silent and then here I am clawing at their door trying to get them to make yes. a decision. Yes. So you decide for yourself where in the process are you sick and tired of being sick and tired. Love it. Oh, where, where are, when are you sick and Oscar tired moment. of, of, of experiencing what you experience. And so right. it could be something that um, is, is not working. But I did say that because I think that's a big one. And that's, we're not calling it the right level or yep. at enough of the right level. Yep. And when you look at a sales process that is stuck, and we did an interesting episode last time on it's the end of the year. If you haven't listened to that episode and you have people who are hanging out there who haven't made the commitment yet, yep. go listen to that episode. Could we give, Brian and I give you exactly what steps to go through to make that happen. But also the question is, well, what if I'm not talking to the right person? Mm-hmm. And you know, I think we know deep down when we don't have the right contacts inside yeah. the company. And you have to be comfortable enough to let it go in order to talk to that person. Yeah. I remember when we had a deal that we did here many years ago, and it sounds like, you know, back in the 40s, like <laughs> 19, I think it was September of 1940, where we were talking to the VP of sales and we said, we, we can't go forward until we talk no. to the CEO. Correct. And they said, no, 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 no. And finally, they, they let us in, so, and, okay. and it became right. a deal. So you have to, at some point, wake up, uh, just really come alive and come awake and say, I can't go any further unless I talk to these certain people. Yeah. Uh, my last one here has to do with the theory that we teach around here, two of them, actually, the uh, abundance theory and the detachment theory. And that is at some point I've been clinging on. I haven't been able to let go. I'm working my sales funnel over and over, and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, and it's not fresh, and it just just seems cluttery to me. And I finally get sick and tired of that, and I say, you know what? It's okay to let go. It's okay to let go. And I wrote down the words catch and release, which is a fishing term. Mm -hmm. But I'm free to catch deals and fish and close deals, and I'm free to let them go. And I get uh, just this strong kind of wave over me that says everything's going to be okay no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I start to let these opportunities come in and out um, without hanging on and clinging on to them. All of a sudden, my strength and everything that I do and and think inside changes, I think, for the better. Way better. It gets better. It gets bigger. Um, It's good for them, good for the prospects, good for you, just good for the whole thing. Yeah. Well, you put locks on your home, you buy home insurance, you have an alarm on your car, you buy car insurance, and you've worked hard to build your business, but you don't have cyber insurance to protect it? Come on, small businesses like yours are especially vulnerable to cyber attacks. Over 40% of cyber attacks last year targeted small businesses, and 60% of those closed within six months of the attack. 
Let cyber policy keep you safe. Cyber policy is the first end-to-end solution that combines cyber planning, security, and insurance customized for small business. Your business will be protected against cyber attacks. Get peace of mind for as little as 40 cents a day. What a small price for peace of mind. Secure your business. Visit cyberpolicy.com to get a custom quote in just four minutes. It's not a matter of if a hacker will attempt to attack your business. It's a question of when. Plan, prevent, insure with cyberpolicy.com. So any final any final uh, recap or words of wisdom here? for people? I have a thing. This is, I want to write a movie about this called Epiphany. Mm-hmm. And I'm always interested in the people you read, like in People magazine, where they lose half their weight and they weigh 350 pounds and they wake up January 2nd and they go, I'm done. Yeah. And they change yeah. and, they, they, and now they weigh 150. And I always wonder, what does that feel like? What is the epiphany? The epiphany to me is that there is no epiphany. You can choose to do things at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Some people get hit in the head, but for the most part, all of us can just agree. We just choose. We choose, and yeah. that's what it is. And I think we're waiting for something yeah. to make us change, and you don't have to wait for anything. You just change. You say, today, listening to this podcast, I am done being controlled on price, and just be done yeah. and start on the next deal. And so that, to me, is the epiphany is that there is no epiphany. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And I think we also have this, well, I, I'm, I haven't hit bottom just yet. Ah, I'm not, I'm not right. all the way, you know. It, yeah, it worked uh, six yeah. months ago. My system worked, but yeah, it hasn't did. worked since. But I bet yeah. you next year is going to be different. Yeah. And it won't be different. And no. so, in fact, if you're dealing with some of these issues like prospecting, it's going to get worse before it gets better unless yeah. you change. So yep. uh, we challenge you to take the epiphany challenge. I like it. The epiphany challenge, and tell us what you are tired of and what you're not going to tolerate anymore. How many people now are going to dump a bu- uh, ice bucket on their head and get Ooh, it confused with the other challenge, right? A Wouldn't bucket be funny? of epiphany. Hey, Bill and Brian, it's me taking the epiphany challenge. They dump a big ice <laughs> yeah. water. I'm like, wrong yeah, I challenge, challenge you, pal. Bill Cassie. Exactly. <laughs> that would be nice. That's it? good. Uh, that does it for today's episode. If you've not downloaded a free copy of our Ultimate Pregame audio program, go do that right now. Just go to ultimatepregame.com to find it. Especially if you're new, you need to go check that out. And there are other products while you're there. And if you're not part of the LinkedIn group, you're missing out. There are 7,200 of your best friends hovering around on LinkedIn talking about really smart stuff. That's it. We'll see you next time on the Advanced Selling Podcast. Bye.